Hello, and welcome to Chosen by Committee, the podcast where myself, Josh Heron, Christopher Munden, and John Rosenberg read through every Pulitzer Prize winning play since 1918, so you don't have to, or so you will read along and join us, or watch them and join us. This is a special episode, um, it's a little mini episode, uh, where we talk about a production of a play we've read. Um, in this case, uh, Chris and I um, last week saw a um, production of Tennessee Williams' A Streetcar Named Desire, which we talked about at this point probably like a year ago. Um, um, uh, 1948, wait a minute. And, um, and saw it and wanted to, to talk a little bit about it. John hasn't seen it. But uh, John's here, so um, <laughs> maybe he'll ask us questions or uh, or provide you know a suit commentary on our, our meta commentary. Um, but Chris, this is interesting because this was like the you saw this play. So the Arden's in Philadelphia for all our listeners, um, our f- far flung listener base, um, uh, including the the trio of listeners in Bismarck, North Dakota. Uh, we appreciate you. Um, but um, the Arden in Philadelphia put this on um, with a slew of like, you know, pretty regular Phil- regulars and uh, seen often Philadelphia actors. Um, Chris, you saw this like March 10th, 2020, right? Like, yeah, it would have been around then. It was a Wednesday, like that Wednesday, the day before the NBA shutdown okay. in March 2020. Um, 10th, 12th, something like that. And it was set a lot open the following week. I saw like a free preview of like a free pairs you want preview of it. And then it had one preview performance and then it closed because of the pandemic and they just bought it back. Um, so you've seen it twice and I'm yeah. sure it was pretty different or. Who knows how you would remember that? So, and you... it was a strange interlude in between. <laughs> um, and I saw it for the first time um, last week. It was actually my first time seeing Streetcar on stage. Um, and I gotta say, I really enjoyed it. I re-listened to our episode. Uh, John, me, and Chris both did. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a it's a good episode. Uh, Anyway, but we loved the play. Um, like we re-listened to it. Like it was like amazing how rapturous we were. And I think I had forgotten. Um, like we had read so many bad plays up to that point. Yeah. And I think it was like the it was like to read like a really good play, like not a play that was decent or a play that we were like pulling, uh, pulling for something interesting or positive, but just like. A play that sort of like dropped in our hands fully formed is sort of amazing um it was really exciting um and i think in seeing it that sort of felt i felt again just like wow it's uh it's just a really it's a really well constructed piece of theater yeah it was interesting we saw it um a couple of your friends were in the row in front of us and they weren't familiar with it at all basically like maybe it heard the name Blanche um, and 
I don't know, knew like one or two things, but didn't know the plot, had heard of the movie. And seeing their reactions was great because they were not sure what was going to happen and like blown away by it. It was, yeah, uh, it's, it was good to see that like it can still have that effect. It was a good, it's a good play and the production made me think that again. So you both really enjoyed the production. I'd have some quibbles with the production, um, but yeah, it was it was good. Uh, Blanche was really good. Um, I had said in my in the podcast that I really liked the Mitch character, and at the intermission, I was like, oh, I don't know why I said that. Like, it's not that you you know. And then in the the second act of the play. Um, I really understood why I'd said that. The actor who played Mitch was also good, I thought. Um, Stanley was good. I think maybe he could have been more sympathetic in a way. Like, I, I maybe wanted to like him more. And if you like him more, then having him smack Stella and rate Blanche is like, uh, somewhat more of an effect. I thought. I thought the actor did well, but that. Um, yeah, my friend played Stella, and um, I enjoyed her performance. Yeah, I think um, Stella. She played a really strong Stella, which was really yeah. Said, yeah. Or at least how I interpreted it, as I found her to be a more grounded character in a way that made me see Stella and Blanche as related, as having some sort of similar, like a similar, because I think of Blanche as a really strong character, um, you know, uh, unhinged and out of control, but, you know, very strong. Um, And so it was interesting to see Stella be a foil to Blanche in a lot of ways, but have like sort of a matched, like a a strength that, maybe it couldn't be matched because uh, Blanche is such a force, but like had a, a sort of a weight on stage that I really enjoyed. Yeah, you said uh, you could see that she was Blanche's sister. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think, um, I think Southern accents are in the North are, are tricky. Um, and I think sometimes that took me out um, a little bit. Yeah. Something I think I noticed a lot more with, uh, British and Irish accents that sometimes actors like uh, focus on the accent at the expense of communicating the tone and the feeling of the line. It's like, I know I'd almost rather you do the accent bad and get the emotion across than, than make sure you, um, you you try and do the vowel sound and, and lose that emotion. And that was the case once or twice here too. Um, but all in all, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought there were some really striking images i thought um the what striking images were there the set was really like um it was interesting rust and long wasn't it there was a thrust and sort of the showers in the back you could sort of see into the shower at least from where we were sitting so that was like not off stage um but it sort of like bled in New Orleans and this apartment. You could sort of could really feel how like intertwined they were. But I felt that the apartment still, and managed to do that with, I don't think losing sort of the stiflingness of that apartment. 
um, felt really um, felt really compacted. Um, you know, I think any yeah, like it was a small space for them all to be living in. Um, and there was, you know, that like sort of shower curtain separator between the like women's space and the men's space from the poker game. I think the play. Just I didn't love that. It meant for some of the scenes we were watching the scenes through that curtain. Oh, I liked that. Um, yeah. Um, but I'm, it means also that the other side of that curtain got a very different experience, which I also don't mind. No. Um, in terms the of play, you see it differently. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, and I thought, you know, it's a, it, there's, there's also really great actors. Um, I know that they're great just from what I've seen in other roles. Get, uh, just have these sort of really lovely moments, but with these parts that have like maybe under 10 lines. So it was funny to see them in, in that context, but also, you know, nice. It felt like a- Yeah, that was an interesting thing and very like 40s play that they would have like a bunch of characters who have one scene or a couple lines. And nowadays, you know, you probably wouldn't write a play. A play wouldn't make it to Broadway or suddenly regional theater like that. Um, I, I really, I think that the man at the very end like the doctor, I don't think he comes on until I don't think he played any other parts or anything. No, he didn't. Uh, yeah, Brian McCann, John, and I interviewed him for a podcast once. I don't know if you remember him, John. Yeah, I remember. And we went to that bar like off of 25th Street. Yeah, that's something. Um, by Cherry Street, 22nd and Cherry, something like that. And uh, yeah, he, I, he's a real good actor, right? He was in a in it for two minutes he was the doctor leading her off stage like whoever you are stranger i've always relied on the kindness of strangers the kindness of strangers um it's a scene that like i would a scene that um the song i played in the opening was from uh the classic simpson episode of streetcar in which um marge plays blanche dubois and uh, a musical version of Streetcar Named Desire. Um, and we were watching this before we started recording. Um, and in it, they have this, the scene in which a newspaper boy comes in and, mm-hmm. and Blant and Blant sort of seduces. And I don't remember reading it. I can imagine reading it and feeling like, why is that there? It feel, it's sort of this like extra scene. You have this character that's not in anything else. Mm-hmm. There's sort of no stakes to it. Um, but seeing it live, that was probably one of my favorite scenes in the show. It worked and, really well. And it added so much to my understanding of Blanche and sort of her, like I, I could just see that, like that scene being read so many different ways, um, in terms of like, the need for uh so uh, the newspaper a news like a random newspaper boy comes in and asks to money for the subscription and she tries to seduce him and in this production he's very much like not like he's a little like intrigued but not interested um and she just sort of keeps like and there was something so like tragic and inevitable and um and like it was like a in a good way it was like a car crash 
like you couldn't really like take your eyes off of it. Um, I really liked it. How much it revealed it revealed both. You know, we hear all these stories about her from her telling and from uh, you know rumors that Stanley gets, and it kind of it made you see on stage the person from those stories, and also brought new meaning to her relationship with Stanley, the way she can have that pretense and flirtatiousness. And if you only saw that, it wouldn't, it added something to that and, and the relationship with Mitch too. Like it really, yeah, it did really add to her character in a way. Yeah, I hadn't picked up on and reading it either. Um, I also just found out on Facebook that um, I want to get this episode out probably tonight or tomorrow because I think the Arden is going to be streaming this production. So people from all over the country um, get a chance to see it if they would like. And I'll try, I'll make sure that we put the link in our show notes. I wonder how they'll film it given that stage. But yeah, it would be worth, I mean, I'd say, yeah, it captures the production if you, if you want to see it. One or more like updated version than the 50s movie, then. I would recommend streaming that. There's also a very cool, the National Theater. Um, see this one, support Philadelphia Theater. Um, but the National Theater of London did a production with um, Gillian Anderson, um, Estella, um, which, jeez, uh, uh, it's like a... I wonder how that one's, I don't know. The, the thing I remember the most is like when the poker game happens. Her is lunch, not Stella, right? Oh, Blanche, sorry. When the poker game happens, there's this like just like there's this like chaotic masculine sort of like just like this like energy pours onto the stage. Um, I saw it like sort of peak pandemic before we were doing this even, I think. And I remember being really taken by that. So there's lots of ways to see and compare um, Streetcar. And then of course, make sure you see the Simpsons episode as well. Um, we'll be back uh, next week. Um, uh with maybe in two weeks we might be behind a week now um with uh our uh next episode on a chorus line um i'm still very excited chris are you excited i haven't yet reached my level of excitement um Perhaps when when the first notes play a five six seven eight <laughs> um do you think you could do the dance? Um, do what? John, do you think you could do any of those dances? Dear God, no, of course not. Kick, turn, kick, turn, turn, touch. Again, kick, turn, kick, turn, turn, touch. Again. It's good, man. It's that good. connects with turn around, walk, walk, walk. Um, trying to read oh, the no. part without the rhythm. Uh, <laughs> impossible because that, that soundtrack is like burned into my head um especially that first number um well all right um well i'm glad we got a chance to, to talk about that i'm actually so excited that we can do this more maybe um i like that there'll be plays that we can see and talk about um yeah. and it's so nice. prize winning plays only maybe nominated only. maybe shortlisted Mm, I think winners. Um, oh, that means I'm going to find the like rinky dinkiest community theater production of Next to Normal 
<laughs> to drag you to. I <laughs> We're going to see like an elementary school put on rent. It's going to be awesome. Um, <laughs> I don't know how many elementary schools are putting on rent. We'll find it. Although you are a third grade teacher, so. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, let me make sure. Let me, let's go out with the um, indelible words of um, of Marge Simpson and uh, and say goodnight. Good night. Good night. Whoever you are, I have always depended on the kindness of strangers. You can always depend on the kindness of strangers. Now here's a tip from Blanche you won't regret. All strangers just don't break you at it.